This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the show. The fantasy community and a lot of football writers have a weird affinity for Jerry Judy. They really do. Uh, He really hasn't put it all together at any point in his career. Uh, Obviously, injuries have had a huge uh, part of that, but people still hang on to the fact that Jerry Judy is, is, is one of the best route runners in the NFL. I never really saw it, but I'm not a wide receiver evaluator. I just felt like so much of what he did was highlight stuff in like OTAs or like practice where you can, you know, take five seconds to beat a guy with 15 different steps, you know? Uh, But when it came to game times, it's really hard to do that because boy, it's bop, bop, ball is out, right? So you've got to make that break real quick. And I just never felt, felt like that translated uh, in the NFL. And by the way, when you do that at Alabama too, it's like, okay, yeah, your, your NFL offensive line that's playing in college, they'll also give you an extra beat. Okay. For the quarterback, for the wide receiver to get open. You can't do that in the NFL. You can't do that in the NFL, especially for a guy who wants to make his money in the short area of the football field. Um, but in 15 games last year, Jerry Judy, 67 receptions, 972 yards, six touchdowns, 67% catch rate. Actually pretty good considering uh, what a nightmare offense uh, offensively Denver put on the field. So um, overall, I would say decent stat line from a raw perspective. But boy, Matt, you throw on his profile on RP and there is a lot of red. <laughs> A lot of red in the route success rate chart and the pro- might have been the reason why I had that little rant earlier in the podcast about the, the route colors. <laughs> so look, yeah. uh, you know, we, what you said at the top, like th- that's where I'm pushing back on, on the Jerry Judy thing. Cause I think still PB is still regarded as the, one of the best route runners in the NFL. Like I could get to 10, 12, maybe 15 guys I think are better. Like, like without really struggling that I think are better route runners and at least 10 uh, for sure. I'm not going to sit here and do it right now, but uh, it's not compelling audio, but I could, I could sit <laughs> definitely think there are 10 to 12 no, guys no, that Matt, are better than Matt, Jerry. Uh, Judy. You're being too, you're being too kind. You could easily, easily get to 15. And if we sat down and did it like you and me and, a, and like a pitcher of beer, we could get to 20, bro. Like it wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> Honestly, come on. There's a lot of lists that wouldn't be too hard if there's a pitcher of beer involved. (laughs) I'm just saying. 
Yes, get that exactly. second one. I'm Maybe we saying. get to forty. No, I mean that's that's too far. So, um, yeah, I think the thing with Judy is, I don't understand why this is like a controversial take because he hasn't been like he's been a disappointing NFL player. I think to this point, I think this I is the this is the thing. Like he's billed as a great route runner coming to the NFL. Um, by the way, I think he was a good route runner as a rookie. You know, uh, like he had a 75% success rate versus man as a rookie. 73.6% really success rate versus press as a rookie. Um, those are good numbers. He really would make good. a great case if he turns into a good player about that 75%. Maybe I'll, I'll start saying hits 75% instead of clears 75%. Uh, if Jerry Judy becomes a really good NFL player. Um, however, like, I think because he's he's had not good quarterback play throughout the duration of his career, people like fill in the blanks of, oh, he was a great route runner. He hasn't had good quarterback play. He must still be a great route runner. And that's why he hasn't succeeded as a as a player Um, like hit the high ceiling because I don't think he's a bad player by any means. And I wrote that multiple times in the profile. He's not a bad NFL player. Um, By the way, he was at 70.6 percent success rate versus man in this profile. That's like 70% success rate versus man is a good solid indicator. He's Mm -hmm. at like right around the league average in terms of press coverage, but he has consistently struggled in the NFL at beating zone coverage. Even that rookie year, 74.5% success rate versus zone. That's not very good. Career best 78.9%. Um, in 2021, that's just a little bit above the league average. It's a pretty solid mark. But this past year, sub 70% success rate versus zone. Oh, now, some of that, some of that, sub I think, could be 70. Oy. Yeah. It's like, and some of that you can definitely excuse to, you know, the, look, I don't think Nate Hackett was drawing it up from a scheme perspective. You know? um, <laughs> I absolutely nope. don't want to see Jerry Judy running as like a slot receiver anymore. I think it's multiple coaching staffs have like put him as this kind of, short area slot receiver or like vertical slot. I think he works best when he's going against press man coverage on the outside, because I think that's where he really shines as a route runner, but the wasted motion, the chaotic movement in his routes, that's a big reason why he's not been a successful player against zone coverage. And look, was Russell Wilson bad last year? Absolutely. Oh yeah. These receivers contributed to the problems in the Denver offense. And, and you know, it's a big reason why I was skeptical about this whole thing become like being a, a hit last year. I mm-hmm. was very low on these Broncos receivers coming to last year because they had not shown that they were great individual players. They'd shown that they were solid starters. Like Corton Sutton's a fine starting receiver. Tim Patrick is a fine starting receiver. Jerry Judy, even with his flaws in the first two years of his career, and some of it in the second season, certainly he dealt with a high ankle sprain. Yep. But – um, he's a fine starting receiver, but none of these guys were great players. And like Russell Wilson having to go from Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf to Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy was a massive downgrade and it was never discussed as that way last year. So yeah, Judy has some positive indicators in his RP profile. He also has some really negative indicators uh, in his RP profile. And I think as, <laughs> in his career, there's been positives and negatives. Like I don't huh. understand what's the, what's the, what's the hang up here. Well, and again, I think it's just because of his pedigree coming in. You look at his draft profile, you look at his draft stock, right? I think that had a big part to do with it as well. Um, But yeah, I'm just, like I said, I've been with you since day one, which is just kind of like, hmm, uh, intriguing player, certainly. Although I will say this though, Matt, I I think what is probably the most, I think, concerning when it comes to Jerry Judy is the fact that he was sub 70% versus zone, bro. 
If you're telling me, if you're telling me this is a guy that needs to be an inside slot player, which by the way, the same people that are saying this guy's a great route runner are the same people saying that this guy also needs to play in the slot. Yeah, no, you cannot. You just flat out cannot be below 70% at any point in your career. If you want to be a, a good consistent slot player, I'm sorry. Just do, it, look at the list. Look at the, it just doesn't happen. The guys that are sub 70%, um, first of all, arguably are not great players. Uh, maybe some of them have roles, but so many of them too. Uh, when you look at the historical data, uh, Matt, it, these guys are like outside players. Like they, they play on the outside, you know, they, they, um, and again, maybe they're not even great at that. I'm just saying that this is, that's the role that they play. Um, I mean, again, when you're talking about 68 and a half percent success rate versus zone in 2022 for Jerry Judy, now we're talking like Joshua Palmer. We're talking Chase Claypool from 2021. Um, we're talking Marvin Jones from like 2015, Sammy Watkins. I, I mean, this is, this is not a great list here. Um, and again, think about the role that some of these guys play 2021 chase Claypool's, you know, uh, primarily an outside player, Josh Palmer, mm-hmm. primarily an outside player, Marvin Jones, almost exclusively an outside player. So to me, it's interesting, man. Like, I, I don't know, like the, I, I feel like they're trying to put him into this, you know, slot role, Matt, but, uh, but boy, I tell you that, that is a, a really concerning number when you look at his success rate versus zone in 2022. Yeah, some of these guys like uh, that are good, like have poor low low success rate versus uh, so again similar to the conversation we talked about with George Pickens a few episodes ago. But obviously, I think George Pickens is more of an X receiver than Jerry Judy is. But Judy is good against press coverage. He could be an X receiver, you know. I think um, these guys who have low success rate versus zone, better success rate versus man scores. Michael Gallup. Uh, is one of them in the historical databases, you know, Martavis Bryant from a few, uh, you know, back in 2014, uh, right. Alec Pierce is a guy from this past year, Alan Robinson with his first season with the bears in 2018. Uh, although he's coming back from a torn ACL injury, uh, John Brown in his 2018 season with the Ravens, high success rate versus man, lower success rate versus zone. Um, AJ green in 2018 with the Bengals lower success, you know, right around 70%. Uh, but right. it's great against man coverage. Like these are Mike Evans. Great example uh, in, in a couple different seasons, both last year and in 2015, kind of was just around 70% success rate versus man and zone coverage. Both of them pretty close. Like these are outside receivers. Uh, yep. I think Jerry Judy has definitely been miscast so far in his NFL career. Um, mostly by the, like these past two years. Um, I, I think Jerry Judy needs to play in like 2000, uh, his rookie season in 2020, when he had his best success rate versus man and press coverage, by the way, um, is like an out primarily an outside receiver. That's the role he needs to play in. Um, and I wonder, you know, Sean Payton, they pick up the fifth year option. They also trade up for Marvin Mims, uh, which was interesting. I think shows you that, like we said on the show, they're probably a little lukewarm on these current Denver receivers. Cause, um, you don't give up draft assets to go up for Marvin Mims when you don't have very many draft assets. If you are in right. love with your receiver room, um, I think Marvin Mims is probably like a vertical slot receiver in that uh, T.Y. Hilton type of mold when he was at his best. So maybe that means Judy's the flanker or the X and then Marvin Mims is the flanker in two receiver sets. And then in three receiver sets, maybe it's Sutton's the X, um, you know, uh, flanker is, is Jerry Judy's role and Marvin Mims is the slot or, you know, maybe it's something even we're not even, you know, maybe Tim Patrick gets in the mix there at some point. Like 
I, I again, let me just read like read the last three paragraphs for Jerry Judy's player profile. I don't think Jerry Judy's a bad wide receiver. I consider him the best player at the receiver position for the Broncos, although I've been telling you that room is overrated for a couple years now. He's just living off an unearned reputation as a route runner, and I'm not sure how long we should wait for this theoretical ceiling to show itself. Reception right. perception gives us a pretty good grasp on who he is as a player. Judy is a number two type of receiver haunted by inconsistencies. The flashes are good enough to make big plays, but the lack of details and substance put a cap on how much you can trust a player like this. Some of his career shortcomings are often quickly waved off due to quarterback play, but he certainly needs to wear some share of the blame. I it's just like how that's how I feel about Jerry Judy right now. Um, not a bad player, but probably more of like a number two type um, yeah. who has definitely been miscast, but has clear flaws in his game. And if he didn't have clear flaws, there wouldn't need to be this much excuse making so far into his career. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. If, if you want to be generous, um, and again, I, I don't want to just pour it on the guy. I mean, I think a lot can be said, okay, you've got the injuries, you've got the Drew Locke effect, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember how bad Drew Locke was? Jerry Judy's yeah, rookie season, he was so, he was horrific. Abs- okay, so so there is some of that. Joe Flacco um, was in the mix at one point. Yeah. Right? Um, he's had, he's had what now? Now he's on his what? Uh, fourth offensive coordinator. Uh, might be his third offensive coordinator. Um, it, head coaching changes everywhere. Um, they've moved him around. So, so the coaching, the injuries, the players surrounding him, um, and then just his usage on the offense too. Matt, you alluded to it, right? 69%, nearly 70% of his uh, snaps, his rookie season came as an outside wide receiver. In his second season, he was around 35% outside wide. And then in 2022, he was about 55% outside wide, right? So um, that is, I mean, again, I know the coaching staff has had a lot to do with it, but he's just moving around a lot of different spots. You know what I mean? Um, and, I, and I think it's, it's pretty hard. We said this about Sky Moore. It's pretty hard when you're a young player. Um, if you're comfortable doing one thing, it's hard enough getting acclimated to the NFL. Like, but then to do that at all these different wide receiver spots, boy, that's asking a lot from a young player. It is, you know, um, this is something that we don't, it just isn't mentioned enough. Um, talk about with a guy like CD lamb, how hard that is that he has done this exact same thing. Now CD lamb has mm-hmm. been incredible though. I mean, CD lamb's just been right. in isolation an incredible player in, in the regular production, an incredible player, uh, despite playing, Okay, well, he's going to play flanker when Michael Gallup's out there. And uh, when he's not, Michael Gallup's <laughs> right. out, not out there. He's going to do it like, right. you know, just for nonsense reasons. And with Judy, I think like 
I think he's frustrated coaches at time because of these route running things. I think he's frustrated coaches. So they've been kind of like, what do we do with him? Um, you know, I think that even like, and again, injuries when like Sutton's been down, that's when he's been moved to the outside more, but he's been yeah. better out there. And by the way, he's a better player than Cortland Sutton. Like I think mm-hmm. it, like long-term, he's going to be a better NFL player than Cortland Sutton. Like, like I just said, I think he's currently the best receiver on that roster. Right. Um, I don't know. I just think there are a lot of questions with this player. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ready. I'm not like, I'm not ready to believe anything. Cause I think he could just be a guy that he's not trash. Like I, I'm so tired of this era of player analysis that we're in right now where everybody has to either be elite or they have to be garbage. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying, but yeah, for a guy like Judy, I think he is going to kind of be like a volatile number two receiver um, who is just like a splash big play threat. Uh, but I, I really do want to see Sean Payton and this coaching staff with Joe Lombardi as the offensive coordinator now, like narrow down on one role for him and leave him there, um, and see what happens. I I think that would be the best thing for his career because again, there are very like, don't come in my mentions. If Judy has a good season this year and like try to dunk on me because there are good, uh, RP metrics for Judy. Um, there are just some concerning ones too, which I think to this point, there's been good moments. There's been concerning moments. Um, a little bit of mix uh, of everything. So I yeah. I'm curious to see how the season plays out for him. And like, again, we also like for Judy to have a good season, like in fantasy or anything like that. A lot of other things have to go right too. <laughs> like Russell Wilson has to play better. You know, there's a lot that yeah. needs to happen here for Judy this year. I mean, you know, come on. If you, if you've been listening to us at any length, it's like, we obviously butter our bread doing the fantasy thing, but it's like on this particular podcast, we literally, I don't want to say we literally don't care, but it's yeah. not a priority. You know, it's no. like, we're actually just talking about like real life, good football players. You know what I'm saying? Um, and again, I think Brandon Ayuk fits that mold, right? Like he's much better than what his raw stats would indicate. And that's fine. We celebrate that. Um, and Jerry Judy, you mentioned it, you know, what, what are we going to get? Are we going to get rookie season, Jerry Judy? We didn't get, you know, second year, G- Jerry Judy. What, what are we going to get here, uh, with Jerry Judy? If anyone's going to find out, it's going to be Sean Payton. And so let me just say this. Yeah. If Jerry Judy cannot get it done with Sean Payton at the helm, he's not that dude. Um, and, and by, and again, reiterating what Matt said, I want to clarify that it's like, listen, you could have – this is what's funny, right, Matt? Like, if we compare a player to, like, let's say, like, Marvin Jones, it's like, is that a diss? Like, if we compare no. a player to, like, Devontae Parker, is that a diss? No. I mean, these these guys played in the NFL for a long time. They've had a lucrative career. <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, again, you know, when we say, hey, he again, you, you talk about this guy either needs to be greatness or he's trash. It's like, nah, like, this guy could be an absolutely – average NFL player, you know, and I don't know if that, if you want to consider that to be a diss, then, then so be it. But you know, what are we going to get here with Jerry Judy? Um, but this is the year that we're going to find out. And I do feel bad for him, um, that he's dealt with so much turmoil, uh, from the Denver Broncos perspective. I mean, you think about the ownership changes and and the general manager changes and, uh, the coaching changes, offensive coordinator stuff, like all the quarterback stuff, man, like it's been crazy for him. Um, and I get that and I'm, and I'm sensitive to that too, but man, this is the year, my guys, that he's got to show it. You know, now we're going to year number four. We've got Sean Payton at the helm. Russell Wilson's lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> he looks like he's rededicated, refocused a little bit. You know, what are we going to get? 
with Jerry Judy in 2023. Um, I'm really intrigued to find out um, what hey, we got uh, going on. Last thing on Judy. Remember yeah. when uh, the entire, uh, like when Denver Broncos are like, we're willing to trade our wide receivers and all the insiders are like, yeah, the Denver Broncos would take a first round pick or a high second round pick for Jerry yeah. Judy. And Jerry Crickets. Judy's still on the Broncos. <laughs> if if my reception perception was so unfair to Jerry Judy, right, that would not be the case. Just Correct. All right, we'll leave it at that. 